Hey, as always, super quick thing before we get into the podcast and probably one of the most important pre-rolls I've ever done so far. Mark your calendars. 14th of April, we are going to host the second edition of the Future Fuel Lab, where we talk about nothing but the future of airline fuel, aircraft fueling and related things. This time with an amazing lineup. We have um, some experts from Cathay Pacific. We have experts from Shell. Um, we have known presentations, so it will be remarkable. Mark your calendars, 14th of April. If you want to re register already, head over to LinkedIn. That's the easiest way to register. Um, just search for Future Fuel Lab and you will find our uh, event site where you can directly um, register and make sure you don't miss that remarkable event. See you on the 14th of April. And now let's get into the podcast. Hey guys, and welcome back to another edition of the ID1 Audio Experience. Um, still hope you're all doing doing well. Um, it, it will be only a, a short session today, but it's a, a topic um, that, from my point of view, really provides value. Um, so, so I really wanted to to share that share that with you um, today. I, I would like to talk about um, McKinsey, um, the, the the strategy consulting uh, consultants McKinsey and about their advice um, to companies with regard to, to, to COVID, how to handle COVID, what, what it is important um, with regard to, to managing this crisis situation. And um, here comes uh, the, the important aspect, my thoughts, how to adapt, apply that advice to your airline KPIs. And I think this is, this is really valuable today. Um, so, so, um, Will be a valuable session. Um, so how, how did that start? I, I was really excited when, when um, just a few days ago, actually, I I read about a a briefing um, McKinsey did. Um, I think it was uh, the, the last week uh, when they they did that 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 uh, internal briefing, and during that briefing, um, there there were um, senior executives um, of McKinsey. Um, who provided an, of course, update on, on the current situation, how that affects McKinsey and um, how the, the um, financial situation is and so on and so forth. But they, they also, and here the, the, the interesting part starts, provided some very valuable advice. So what, what did they say? Um, McKinsey or the, the senior executives of McKinsey, they suggested that companies should focus their crisis management on three pillars, or as they actually called it, on three different buckets. Um, and it, it's uh, currently it's already um, uh, the the three bucket method, uh, which is already called. Um, and and with this method, from from McKinsey point of view, um, or this method from from McKinsey point of view, will help or will enable companies to get through that crisis in a better way in the long term. So what, what is what is this about, this three-bucket method? Um, bucket number one. Um, bucket number one means um, managing day-to-day -day business. So the first bucket is about 
the day-to-day -day business. Um, that means all tasks and actions that are necessary to navigate through the, 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 the operations of the, the crisis. It means cost-saving measures, HR optimizations, cash flow enhancement, all that operational stuff that has to be done um, and has to be done on a, on a day-to-day -day basis. So bucket number one is about managing day-to-day -day business. Um, but there's, as you can imagine with the three bucket um, method, a bucket number two. Bucket number two is about doing the preparations for post-COVID time. So that means um, the second bucket is about necessary preparation for the day when the crisis is over or when at least the crisis calms down and the normal operations is slowly starting again. And the, the, that, that means preparations in that context mean that from, from a Kinsey point of view, companies should already start right now to think about what is required to restart the business very, very quickly? What plans are required? What obstacles might um, might appear, might occur? Um, how, how, how will that happen? What, what do you have to do? What are your plans? So preparations for post-COVID time is bucket number two. And bucket number three is aiming for the long-term view. Um, what significant changes um, are on the horizon that are now triggered by this whole corona crisis how does the, the 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 crisis impact your business in the long run how does it affect your products how does it affect your services um, how will your clients change how do you have to change your um, your process and so on and so forth um, and and actually this is a <laughs> A simple but from my point of view a very powerful advice and the scary part uh, as, as McKinsey mentioned is that according to them most of the companies are only focused on the first bucket they are which is which is um, understandable they are doing firefighting they are managing um, the day-to-day -day operations but they forget about making plans how to restart and they forget about making um, strategy, making plans for the long term, how this whole situation will impact their business model, their product in the long term. So far, the good. Um, but I, I, I don't want to bore you um, with, with management consulting, but I would like to show you that the same method applies or can be applied to your airline operations KPIs. Um, although this, this, the, this um, advice by McKinsey is primarily related to company management in general. But, but still, I, I strongly believe that first, the advice can and probably must be adapted by airlines um, to their operations KPIs and to their operations dashboards. Second, the scary part that is mentioned by McKinsey um, is quite similar when we take a look at airline operations KPIs. I will, I will tell you later what I mean with that. And third, um, applying this three bucket method to your airline operations KPIs has the potential to create a unique competitive advantage compared to other airlines. So let's let's cut that down and transfer that advice um, to your airline operations KPIs. When when we take a look at the buckets, um, bucket number one, number two, number three, and translate them, bucket number one would be about crisis KPIs or 
navigating your airline through COVID with um, operational crisis KPIs. Now that means um, the bucket is same for, for the KPIs, it's about managing the current situation. And accordingly, you have to set up, as I mentioned in one of my, one of my, my last um, blog posts, um, you have to set up related KPIs. These KPIs are totally different from the KPIs you have been using in normal pre-COVID operations. You have to get rid of all the quality efficiency related operations KPIs, on-time performance, misconnects ratio, lost baggage ratio, all that stuff. Definitely it, it was important and it will be important again in the future, but for the time being for the crisis, that all doesn't matter. Instead of that, you have to concentrate on the KPIs that really help to manage, that really help to monitor and that really help to control the situation. Few examples, um, the number of parked aircraft, um, the number of restricted countries, the number of operated routes, number of passengers, and so on. Um, of course, the set of KPIs that are relevant to manage the situation is different between airlines. It depends on the impact COVID has on the airline, on the current status of the airline, of the country, and so on. Um, however, regardless, um, really regardless of the specific KPI, the idea of bucket number one when we're talking about airline KPI is to create a comprehensive operational situational awareness of the current situation with the KPIs you need for that. And they will be different to the one you have been looking at um, in, in a pre-COVID time. Bucket number one. Let's move on to bucket number two. Bucket number two, you remember, and McKinsey said it's about preparing for the time after COVID. And <laughs> Surprisingly, I, I had a very similar blog post um, a few days ago where I was talking about how KPIs, airline operations KPIs, will change in a post-COVID time. And this is exactly what the bucket number two is about, post-COVID airline KPIs. Similar to McKinsey's thoughts, I am, as I said, convinced, totally convinced that airlines have to start right now to initiate a KPI definement process for the post-COVID time. And as I said, I, I put out an entire blog post um, you can read on our on our blog, which is about that topic. Um, but but I, I will quickly summarize the three relevant uh, punchlines um, which are which are which are relevant in for, for that bucket number two. First, in the midterm, only airlines that perfectly or that 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 have perfectly managed the crisis and and it's really about that and the crisis and the restarting process will survive or even grow stronger. There is no either or. It's not about managing the crisis good, but not managing the restarting process good. It is about managing the crisis in a good way and managing the restarting process in a good way. I always, as I mentioned in, in that blog post, I like to compare it to a football game. The crisis consists of two half times. And if you want to win a game, you have to play well in both half times, not only in one half time, at least in most cases. Secondly, similar to the first bucket, airlines have to or will have to concentrate, as I said, on different KPIs in a post-COVID time, different to the crisis, but also different to the time pre-COVID. And and you can really check out this 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 blog post a few days ago um, to read more about the KPIs I consider as relevant in a post-COVID time. Um, third, 
important aspect for the second bucket, there isn't black and white. What does that mean? That there, there, there won't be, and you can, can trust me, there won't be a specific hard cut defining now the crisis is over. On the contrary, there will be a very, very long gray period. That means turning away from the black into white will take a long time. And concerning your KPIs, that means they have to continuously and dynamically transform from crisis mode to post-crisis mode and finally to normal operation. And in each of that phases, you will require different KPIs to manage, to monitor, and to control your operation in a perfect, insightful way. Now, bucket number three, the long-term view on your KPIs. Um, you remember bucket number three in McKinsey's um, thoughts were about um, analyzing or assessing how that crisis impacts your, your offering in the long-term, your clients and so on and so forth. Um, although um, this, this bucket number three is not directly impacting your day-to-day -day operation, I consider this bucket as super, super essential. And bad news first, I don't have the perfect advice at hand for this bucket. However, what I have are several questions you should ask yourself in that context of bucket number three in that context of long-term view on your KPIs. First of all, the question is, does corona, the corona crisis sustainably impact the way you work with operational KPIs and dashboards? Does the crisis affect the KPIs themselves, the KPIs you need? And if you answer those questions with yes, um, you should ask yourself how exactly that is going to happen. And additionally, um, from my point of view, you should ask yourself how changing passenger needs, and I'm pretty sure they will change, are going to affect your KPIs. Personally, I can tell you, I, I, I would answer the questions if the corona crisis impacts your operational KPIs, if they impact um, how KPIs are used, um, I, will, I would answer, or I, yes, I, I would answer, answer that question or those questions with a straight yes. And I, I give you two examples to, to make it more, more tangible what I'm, what I'm talking about. Um, one thing that the, the corona crisis has shown is that remote work works much better than many of us expected. Home office works better than, than a lot of people expected. And the crisis accelerated the trend towards remote work, towards, uh, towards home office. And even in areas where we, at least before Corona, said it isn't possible, um, we, we see now that, that it works. Of course, not, not, not perfectly, not always and everywhere, but it works much better than we expected. And from my point of view, this trend is, is irreversible. Uh, irre um, accordingly, um, the necessity to have mobile KPI solution is getting even more critical. Large dashboards won't have the same relevance in the future, but the trend to mobile KPI solutions will grow exponentially because people will work remote, people will work from 
home office from wherever it might be. And therefore, those huge dashboards um, won't be needed in a way they are needed today. But having a perfect access um, to KPIs on your mobile, that will be relevant. And that will be much more relevant than it is already today. And I have, I have seen and I've talked to a lot of airlines that didn't understand that aspect today. And I'm, I'm now hoping they, they will understand how essential it is to have access to KPIs on your mobile, on your smartphone, on your tablet. Second aspect, just to give you another example um, how this, 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 the impact of the crisis will sustainably change the way you work with KPIs and dashboards. I, I, I talked a lot about dynamic KPIs. And from my point of view, um, this is a trend. Actually, let's, let's do it differently. Dynamic KPIs are a trend I'm forecasting for several months already. I talked about for the first time at the end of the, the last year. And unfortunately, in that case, Corona proved me, proved me to be right. Um, dynamic KPIs describe the ability for airlines to react much quicker on current situations and adjust the shown information and KPIs on the dashboard according to, to the situation. Um, and you, you should really um, have a look at the, the, the blog post I, I read about dynamic KPIs because one thing um, Corona has shown is that it is important to have dynamic KPIs. As I mentioned with um, bucket number two, um, KPIs that are relevant right now in the crisis maybe won't be relevant in the post-COVID time and won't be relevant in a normal operation in a few months or years. So KPIs are going to change. Your dashboard has to be adaptable to work with um, the changing KPIs. And bucket number three from my point of view is definitely the, the, the most complex and time-consuming um, bucket. And I, I presume that many airlines are going to tell me that they won't have time to do that right now because they are firefighting. They have to manage the situation. Um, still, I, I think it's, it's, it's super important to, to make up um, the mind how this, this whole um, crisis is impacting your KPIs, your, your KPI framework, your, your, your IT framework used for KPIs in the long term and how that all will change. The, the examples with regard to dynamic KPIs and to, um, with, with regard to, to mobile KPIs are really just two, two small examples. I, I could give you uh, dozens and, and, and hundreds of examples um, how this corona thing, how this crisis will impact the way we work with KPIs, content-wise, technical-wise, design-wise, usability-wise, and in many other different ways. And I, 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 I genuinely believe that airlines have to find an answer to that impact, and it will be essential to, to find an answer and to find solutions how you want to use KPIs and um, information and information platforms in the future. So I do hope I could provide um, some, some value with this um, podcast again. I would love to hear your thoughts about that. I would love to hear your thoughts about that McKinsey and three bucket method and um, also how you see or think about um, adapting that, that method to airline KPIs, to airline dashboards. Hit me up on, on Twitter as always, Ben underscore underscore ID one. 
send me an email, benjamin.office at id1.de, LinkedIn, Facebook. I think you, you can find me almost everywhere. Um, hit me up, send me your questions, send me your comment, um, send me your feedback. Um, stay safe. And I would love to welcome you again in one of the next episodes. Till then, have a amazing time. Cheers and bye-bye. Hey guys, podcast is over. Thanks very much for listening. Um, but before you leave, um, you could do me one last favor. Uh, it really means the world to me and to the whole team if you could follow us on, on YouTube. We are putting out so much video content at the moment, a daily video show called uh, Ben Talks. We've got a weekly session um, called Ask Ben, behind the scenes material, really limitless video material about airlines, KPIs, innovations, our thoughts, our products, and so much more. So. Um, really means the world to me head over to youtube search for information design one the word one not the number one and then you will find our channel uh, make sure to follow it and enjoy our video content have a great day cheers and bye bye